Saw Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today, may the fourth be with you, we're reviewing 1980s Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back, starring Mark <laughs> Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford, directed by Irving Kirshner. Yes, I am a nerd. <laughs> but first, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Okay, um, I've been watching uh, Hannah Arendt, which was directed by Margareta von Troda. Do you live in America anymore, Dave? No, I don't, Okay, sir. No. I didn't think so. <laughs> exactly. I know. I'm on all the foreign movies, yeah. Well, I know. you did say on the New Year's episode you wanted to get back into world cinema. I did, exactly. So there you go. So I'm, I'm all about it. We are reaching our goals. We sure are. And someday I'm going to watch a German movie from start to finish without the subtitles. It, that, that's another one of my goals. Do it. Yes. Okay. It'll happen someday. Uh, but this one is about the author and philosopher Hannah Arendt. Uh, she wrote Eichmann in Jerusalem, which was one of my favorite books about the Holocaust. It's a controversial book about like um, Adolf Eichmann's capture and his subsequent trial in Israel. Um, that was kind of like thought of as by by Hannah Arendt as a big show trial that wasn't really mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of justice behind it. Um, but um, Anyway, Barbara Sukova, uh, she plays Hannah Arendt in this movie. She's excellent. She was in a lot of Fassbender's movies. Um, okay. And uh, she's awesome in this role. But I want to warn everybody, all of the scenes at the office of New Yorker, of the New Yorker, are terribly written and acted. Ah. Um, and it's it's only about 15 minutes of the movie, of, of the runtime. But still, just really bad and completely at odds with the rest of the movie. Any any scene that does not have Barbara Sukova in it... Um, just you know what? Actually, you can fast forward through it. You don't need it because it's 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 like I don't know what was going on. If they had like the second unit guy, you know, in there, right? If Margarita Vontrada wasn't there that day, but it's not good. Um, but it's a very small piece of it. And I just wanted to put that out there. Okay, so, what was the name of this film again? Uh, the the name of the movie is actually Hannah Arendt. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, everybody, check that one out. Yeah, I watched a movie called Ghost in the Shell. Now, this is an anime film from the mid-90s. I believe it was like 94, 95. Do you live in America, sir? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I've been all over yeah, Asia all, this yeah, week, yeah, actually. Right. You've been but, in the Far East. Yes. Right. But um, Ghost in the Shell, this is the movie that famously influenced the Wachowskis to create The Matrix. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's a very smart movie. It touches on themes of like what makes something alive. Uh, Big Brother technology, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, you know, that is in the Matrix, actually. Right. Um, it's very smart, uh, but it's also very slow. But it's still interesting. Um, you might fall asleep if you're not paying a lot of attention. Okay. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Right. This movie definitely deserves a second viewing to really catch everything that's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very unusual, and it's definitely a great piece of animation. Yes. So everybody should check out Ghost in the Shell. Very good stuff. Yes, I would recommend that one, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about this little movie called The Empire Strikes Back, Dave. Sure. Do you want to give everyone a synopsis so they know what it's about and I'll, what it is? I will endeavor to give everyone a okay. synopsis. Okay. Listen um, up, folks. Right. Okay, you ready? <laughs> it is a dark time for the Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> Although the Death Star has been just no, I won't do it. All right, I won't do it. Oh, but it's the only way really we can give a synopsis. Of course, is uh, you know if if you're listening to this podcast, you have seen The Empire Strikes Back, and you're just kind of you're maybe looking forward to this episode as as a time where we're all gonna like just you know like this we're gonna we're gonna just relax a bit here and yep. we're and we're gonna talk you know we're talking The Empire Strikes Back, but we're also talking about pretty much the entire you know, Star Wars universe. Yeah, we're just going to fanboy right exactly. here. Yeah, that's, that's all it. this is. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you might have heard our episode two 
podcast yeah. that came out last year. That was a really fun discussion. Yes, it was. Uh, we we gave that movie hell. Oh yeah, because it rightfully deserved it. Sure. And uh, this movie is the polar opposite of that movie. <laughs> we have, <laughs> we we've done now the 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 absolute you know worst of of any Star Wars film. Yep. And now we're going to what almost everyone from both sides of the discussion can agree is probably the best one. Yeah. It's got to be the best one. I believe it's the best one. It's my favorite one. Yes. And I've seen this one more than any of the other ones. Oh, okay. And just full disclosure now, I am the Star Wars super nerd here. Right. I've seen all six and now seven movies many, many times. I know you've been through these countless times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just told you, I'm going to watch episode two another dozen times before I die. We we we, we sat we sat that there look making on your fun face was, of was priceless. <laughs> you were like, well, I'm not exactly. I couldn't believe when he said he was gonna. You know, I hate that movie, and I'll only see it twelve more times before I die. You know. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, yeah, you, know, you know, Scott is a fanatic, you guys. So you know, get ready. I'm wearing a shirt right now. Yes, right now. <laughs> yes he is. Anyway, so I guess we we're not going to go into the plot points like we do sometimes. And okay. Tell the story of the movie right. to to give the audience an idea because you should already know what this movie is. And mm-hmm. I kind of want to talk about why it's the best one. Okay. You know, like why is this considered the best? You right. know, right. And a lot of people say. You know, before the prequels even existed, it was still considered the best yeah. because it's the, the middle act of the trilogy, and that's where all the drama happens. Mm-hmm. It's better written, if yes. you ask me. It introduces a lot of new and interesting characters. It has, if you ask me, the most interesting locations out of all the movies. Oh, yeah. And they're all in this movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. um, yeah, they expand on the Force. I mean, you right. find out, I mean, the you find out the truth <laughs> Vader is Luke's father. Like uh-huh. you really, you really get all this stuff, and it it just takes what was great about the first one, and just ramps it. It cranks it to eleven, man. Yep. It's the the finest piece of writing George Lucas has ever done. Um, Does he have the writer credit for this? Yes. Ah, yes. Okay. He, he wrote the. He didn't write the first draft, but he wrote the ensuing drafts. Okay. Everything you said about like you know how. Uh, all, all, all the drama and everything, the whole central conflict of, of like Yoda training Luke to, to like fulfill his destiny or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the richest part of the, of either trilogy for me. It's my favorite part. Yes. The scene when Yoda raises the X-Wing out of the swamp is yep. my favorite scene in all the movies. I would agree with movies. You. Yeah. I, I get tears in my eyes <laughs> when I watch it. I literally do. Because... Not only is it such a moving moment for the characters right. and the story right. to develop, what Yoda's saying to Luke is applicable to everyone's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, live in harmony with the world. Yes. You know? Yes. And like Doc Brown says, put your mind to it. You can accomplish anything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's essentially what he says. It is. Um, and the way Yoda presents it. Right. I mean, this little green silicone puppet... Um, <laughs> gives the best performance in the movie. It's well, unbelievable. When he's talking about how the force binds us and surrounds us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even when when Luke gives up trying to get the X-Wing out of the swamp uh-huh. and he throws that fit. Um, yep. I, you ask the impossible. I feel so terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, like and, and maybe it's just Frank Oz and, and Stuart... Uh, uh, Stuart Freeborn's puppetry, like, 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 just they, they just because I mean, like, when Yoda just puts his head down 
and like he he he's like he's broken. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this kid mm-hmm. doesn't have it. And then he does what Luke says can't be done. Um, he does the job, and Luke's response is, "I don't believe it." Yep, which is about the worst thing you could say directly after having witnessed a supernatural event. Yep. And when so when Yoda tells him that is why you fail, it's really the perfect response. It is. It, you know? It's it's beautiful. It is. If Yoda didn't say that line, I feel like Luke wouldn't have learned anything. Absolutely. That one mm-hmm. sentence, it says, hey, dude, <laughs> you're not thinking about this the right way. Exactly. That's why you got problems. That's right. That's right. Do or do not, there is no try. <laughs> what right. a line for the ages. Right. Like, dude, <laughs> motivational poster. I'm going to get that in my office. Right. I'm totally going to do it. And, when, and I, I got to say, when, whenever you uh, you asked about, like, um, you know, the, the screenplay, like, yeah, George wasn't credited. You know, wasn't okay. credited. Well, I know he did the story. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he 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 did oversee like everything. It's kind of like like a, a showrunner who creates you know a TV show. They're they're kind of like you know looking at everything. So yeah, right. Yeah, I mean it's his baby. Right. He right. had to hire Irvin Kershner to do it right. because he couldn't handle it because mm-hmm. he's having heart attacks left and right from the oh, stress. Oh my god, man. I know exactly. But yeah, Lawrence Kasdan I think was the credit. Lawrence Kasdan and Lee Brackett were the credited screenwriters. So gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Now there's a scene in this movie when Leia kisses Luke. Yeah. Let's talk about that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're brother and sister. They're twins. Yeah. Do you feel like... Okay, now Yoda does say... Uh, Obi-Wan says he's our last hope. Right. And Yoda does say, no, there is another. Right. So obviously, he knows there's Leia, I guess. But why have this kiss in the movie? Because George didn't know there was Leia, probably. I totally fucking believe that. I, yeah. And he says he's been playing it the whole time. Right. We love this movie, but we're still going to rip on George Lucas. Yeah, I'm sure we're, exactly. he's going to get it. <laughs> but, uh, <Yes> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he didn't know where he was going with no. this. Which is fine. I, if, I, wish he just, I wish he would just admit it. I know. Come on, man. I mean, you know, because, look, if, if you wanted to put incest in your movie, then put it in there. Have the scrote to do it. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, but... <laughs> Not that I need incest right. in my movie, but but just you know, like 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 own up to it, or just say, yeah, I I didn't know where this was going. Right. I wanted there to be conflict. Right. Between Luke and Han. Yeah. Even though that doesn't even go anywhere. It does. No, mean, they, they don't really war over Leia. Han, the Han and Leia love story, seems to kind of just appear out of nowhere in this movie mm. because, in in the original Star Wars, there is that kind of flirty tension a little yes. bit with them, but. Not like in this movie. Right. This movie's like, Han is like, you broke my heart. Yep. That's that's where it seems like. He's like, I'm here and you're not paying attention to me. And I know you want to, but you're not. <laughs> yes, I know. So F you. <laughs> that's why he wants to leave. And yeah. he's like saying that, you know, uh, now uh, she says, you know, yeah, I, I, you're getting out. Yeah, of course I want I want you here because you're a you're natural a leader. leader. You're a great leader. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's because of the way you feel about me. You know, right. like it's, he's really throwing a fit. That's not it. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> right. great. Exactly. Come on. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's great. I'd rather kiss a Wookiee. I can arrange oh, that. Oh, great lines. Yeah. Great lines. Yeah. Good humor in this movie. Of course. And you know, all right. People are calling us out on our episode two podcast, making fun of everything that is so terribly wrong with that movie. Yeah. And saying that the same problems exist in the original trilogy, which you know what? Some of them do. But not to the extreme no. that those movies do. No, these jokes have a place, <laughs> <laughs> and 
and are appropriate for the moment. Right. They're not just shoehorned into the script because you shot down a TIE fighter and uh, a robot did something cute. No, um, exactly. No. Yeah. No, you don't need C-3PO. Okay, C-3PO gets shot into a million pieces. <laughs> oh, my head's on backwards. Like, uh-huh. that's actually funny. Uh, sure, and he gets yeah. mad at Chewie. Right, right, right. But in episode two, his head comes off and he's like, oh, I've lost my head. What kind of pun? A pun is not funny. No, no. Well, uh, but do An angry response yeah. to a Wookiee is is humorous. Of course it is. Yes. But but like like George thinks that, that George Lucas thinks that Jar Jar Binks is funny. I mean he, he he really believes that like it's a humorous character. So if 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 he's got that if if his if his mind is is that tied up in in such folly. I mean when it comes to humor then yeah, he's not going to know what's funny. And I mean he probably uh he, he probably <sighs> didn't write scruffy nerf herders or or right, you right. know or laugh it up fuzzball <laughs> whatever. He probably didn't, you know, it, it's Mhm. Yeah. Laugh it up fuzzball is a great one. I love that one. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's so good. It's a good line and and you know, uh-huh. I, I yeah, and I've 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 said it a time. And you know two. what? It's the delivery. It is. That that's that is Harrison Ford giving he, a great line delivery. Harrison Ford is a movie star. He's got it, man. Yeah. Yeah. And since we're talking about Harrison Ford lines, like <laughs> when Leia says that she loves him and he says I know. Right. You you guys have already heard this a million times, but what a line! Like what yeah. a res- that is the Han Soloist line <laughs> ever. Yeah. Like, and if, I don't know if you know about the background and production. Dave, I'm sure does, but yes. uh, and any Star Wars fan out there probably does know. Like this line wasn't in the script. Right. They, they, the scripted line was "I love you too." Right. Imagine this movie with Han Solo saying "I love you too." Once it, you know what we have now, like imagine that. That would suck. Even if you didn't know what we knew now, it would still suck. Yeah, it wouldn't be a, right. The it wouldn't be a Han Solo no. response. No, that's not how he operates. Because he's a selfish man. Yeah. So saying "I know," man, that that is a selfish response. <laughs> it's also it's it's selfish and and a dick move. But it's also <laughs> it's it, a little <laughs> dick move. But it's also like it's also really telling and perfect. Mm-hmm. Like like. Okay, like, cause, cause, think, think if there was this, this, this girl or guy who was, um, like, who you knew was in love with you, and you were in love with them, but they weren't admitting it, and then finally they do. Your right. only response could be is "Told you so." Exactly. Right. Yep, yeah. I knew it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if you were as cool and and as much of a cowboy as Han Solo, that is how you would respond. Exactly. And and it was just improved by right by uh, Harrison there, right? Which right. is some awesome stuff it's, man. Awesome. it's amazing yeah um and another moment between them two that i absolutely love is when they have that first kiss yeah leia is kind of she's trembling you know <laughs> as the line says <laughs> you're and, trembling and she's uh she's trying to like move like she's backing into the wall kind yeah. of to get away from him but yeah she doesn't want to get away from him you know <laughs> and they kiss mid-sentence she's just like I happen to like nice men. Uh-huh. And he says, I'm a nice man. And she's like, no, you're not. You're a... And they kiss. Right. Oh, it's perfect. It's good. She she wants it so bad, man. <laughs> she wants it. Yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> Stop denying. <laughs> she says her hands are dirty. Uh, you know, it, it's... Right. It, it's... Yeah, but... Oh, but... it's all excuses. Oh, yeah. Right. Because, like... like and, and it's understandable why she feels this way. Um, Like, like why she doesn't want to give in to Han because he's... Right. Um, yeah, he's not a nice man for one thing, but also because she is the rebellion. She's royalty and yes. she's 
the face and leader of this mm-hmm. the final right the final stop to right. the empire exactly if so, she gets entangled in something like this with a character you don't know if you can really trust right that's not good no so so it's she has under- loyalty to right. to the to the cause right she can't be you know making time with this bar fly i mm-hmm. mean it, it's 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 not right yeah but uh you know he's just so goddamn handsome and uh, i mean and, no man he's I mean, smooth right right i mean the the only competition he has is lando uh and but man it, lando dude, is yeah I, I, it's it's it's, it's a, not it's a real a, competition it's a photo but finish talk between about suave, oh man, man. yeah I, I mean smooth like colt 45 <laughs> Lando's got him both in Colt 45 suaveness and probably in handsomeness. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's when he says, hello, what have we here? Wow. It's like, wow, wow. this guy yeah. is big pimping off the bat. Dude. He, he was born with amazing pipes <laughs> and, uh, and, and just the, that, that, inc- that like just otherworldly handsome face. I mean, it's, it's, it's a vortex of handsome, really, mm-hmm. you know? Yep, it's Billy D. Williams. Uh, you know? Lando is a great character too. Uh huh. Like, uh, like his double cross. You know. Yeah. It, it's that's really the kind of person he is. He right. he is a Han Solo type character. And now Han Solo has kind of changed to be less selfish. Right. But Lando still is. Lando has that same Han Solo like outlaw mentality. But then he was given civic responsibility. Right. But he never actually changed. Right. You know, so he's just like now imagine just putting a criminal in charge of things. Right. And ultimately, you know, Lando does try to help Leia and Chewbacca right. once Han is taken by Boba Fett. Right. And they're like, what do you do? We're not going to trust you. What do you do? <laughs> right. And I was thinking about it yesterday when I was watching it for the 900th time <laughs> that his intentions are all they're all selfish. They really are. Like, I know. the only reason he's helping them is because the deal's not working out the way he thought it would. Right. Not because it's the right thing to do, right? You know. Oh, sure, right. He he just is pissed off because you know Vader is screwing him over. So you don't think he ha- he's doing it out of loyalty to Han? I don't think he is. Not in that moment. All right. I th- I think it's very selfish. Okay. But then I mean, maybe maybe it is. But yeah, there are other he, factors. He does yeah. have lo- loyalty to Han, but I don't think that's what it, like sparked that idea okay. in his brain. All right. You know, it's, this deal's getting worse all the time. Right, like you know. Oh that, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's 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 yeah. the line of someone so, who like, is that. Like way, yeah. once there's a line crossed, he's like, you know what? I can't do this. Han's my friend. Right. Maybe that. Maybe right. that's the case. But I don't think initially that's why he decided to help them. Okay. I yeah. Maybe he maybe he feels that like he's a dead man anyway. So I might as well like turncoat and and just go with my friends. Yeah. Or my friend. You know, maybe he'll become a general one day. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe maybe he'll very quickly vault into generalhood. Yeah, just like yeah. a lot of characters he'll in the Star Wars He'll lead an assault universe. on the second Death Star <laughs> with the fate of democracy in his hands. You know, I Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he ran that Tabana gas mine pretty good. I mean, <laughs> he can handle a full-scale assault. You know, he definitely deserves a generalhood. It's your yeah. your gold leader, Lando. Uh, you're the gold leader. It's outrageous. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It, it's outrageous. We should do Return of the Jedi one day. We will. Okay. Yeah. Great. It'll be one of those <laughs> special days. <Right>. Definitely. <laughs> you know, and I I, I want to say these movies, especially Empire, I guess, 
it's been memed and reshot by fans so much. Yeah. You know, that sometimes it's hard to recall the original. Because, I mean, like, not a day goes by where I don't see something, at least like four things on Facebook, on the Facebook feed, like uh-huh. about something to do with this movie in particular. Yep. You know, um, whether it's like something iconic from the actual movie or like comparing it to Force Awakens unfavorably. Um, right. And, and like, it, it got to the point where I when, I, when I did the rewatch of it, I was like, now I I know every frame of this movie, of course. We've seen it a million times, but but I was still kind of like, oh, that's right, that's in this Be- uh-huh. because of the the just the culture at large and this this movie and its other, and the other movies in the original trilogy, like the power that they have, um, mm-hmm. and the, the I guess the the how much they're with us day to day. You know, it's on our clothing and it's all over our computers. My whole house is covered. Yes, in it. it is exactly. <laughs> Darth Vader is standing. Darth Vader behind standing it. behind me right now. <laughs> I just re- I just realized that too. Yeah, there's a standee seven feet tall of Darth Vader. I have two Return of the Jedi posters in my living room. <laughs> Oh my God! There's Qui Gon and Mara on the screensaver. There they are. Yep, they're uh, everywhere. That's right. Holy shit! So there's my street cred right there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, now let's talk about how gorgeous this movie looks. Yeah, especially my favorite set is the carbon freezing chamber. Okay, when yeah. Luke is battling Vader with the lightsabers. Just this set design is amazing with the smoke and the colored lights. Right. Like you mentioned Dario Argento a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Like, man, he was a, he was the key grip in this movie. He <laughs> had to right. be. Like Dario was best boy. Dude, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just the lighting, the, the red, the orange, the blue lights with yeah. the smoke and like like this like steel grates and catwalks like right. man, it is gorgeous to look at, especially with the silhouettes of Luke and Vader mm-hmm. with their lightsabers shining. Like that is just an iconic image. <laughs> it is so gorgeous. I know. And we, and we forget too. Yeah. It, it's a gorgeous set. I, I would have liked to, I mean, I want to just be there on that set. I, I want it to be, I want yeah. it to just like have it exactly as it was. And I just want to like have my picture taken somewhere in that arena. You yeah. Know? Um, next to the, it doesn't have to be right on the, on, on the carbonite chamber. I don't need that. It's fine. Yeah. Just, just let me go past one of those, some of that duct work and I'll be fine, you know. <laughs> I want to hang from some of those pipes like the, the hanging too. from the ceiling. Yes. That's what I want to do. That, that okay, that that'll work that'll work nicely. <laughs> um and another great thing is how Vader develops in this movie. Yeah. Into a really bad dude. Right. You see him murder people left and right like he mm-hmm. is actually scary in this movie. He is, yes. In the first one, yeah, he's the bad guy. He's kind of scary, right. you know, but this movie, yeah, you don't mess with Darth Vader. In A New Hope, he, he's, uh, we, we know that he's going to do whatever he wants, but but there's that there's that little bit of, like, filtering that's done uh, by uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, Tarkin kind of has a leash on him. Sure, mm-hmm. right. Here, he's just kind of left to whatever he wants oh, to yeah, do. Oh, yeah, just all, all his captains are expendable yep i mean it doesn't matter like oh my tea was too hot screw you man <laughs> exactly he's Some a tyrant. baseball stuff but uh <laughs> man yeah apology accepted captain nita <sighs> the heck and i love when admiral piet is getting that promotion you see the the admiral just dying right behind him it's, <laughs> and then, it's amazing and just the the this like through line of Admiral Piet throughout the whole movie. You're like, oh, he's gonna die. He's gonna kill him here. No, oh, he's gonna kill him right here. No, no, Piet gets through it somehow. Right. But man, I love that. Just they show him that like, look on his face. Like, I might 
be dead in two seconds. I know. I know. It's it's it, there. There's real terror there. Yeah, and Vader Dave, exactly. is terrifying. Yep. I mean, I, I guess in many ways he is a third world dictator. I mean, but in this case, he's ruling the entire galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and when when someone who is that, I guess, not only hot headed but has no sense of justice, is in charge, um, mm-hmm. like, I, it, you don't really appreciate that until adulthood. Yeah, I guess you know, not. Like, like what what that would be like to live under that, because um, you know, you, you feel like if you're in the outer rim territory, you can kind of escape Darth Vader's uh, evil. Yeah, and if you're on a moisture farm. But not when, not when you're filled with the force like Luke Skywalker. No. There, there is no escaping it. No. Nope. You know? Um, so now that we know that Hayden Christensen is Darth Vader. Right. Does that affect the way you look at it, at Vader in these original movies? Does that ever uh, change the way you're thinking about it? Because for me, it really hasn't too much. It wouldn't, it wouldn't affect it too much for me if not for George Lucas's insistence on shoving Hayden Christensen into the last scene of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. And I know that, that, that kind of sucks. Exactly. And, and it's been complained about to death. Why by isn't everybody. Ewan McGregor there then? Who, that, I mean, who could say? Yeah. I mean, why, 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 why any of this? Well, why the, anything? The argument for that has been well, that's when he was good. That's when he was last good. No, he was last good when he killed the Emperor 10 minutes ago. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. That's when he. Be, I mean, he converted as an old man. <laughs> right. Oh. Right. He's been born again. Right. Light side. Right. That's what happens. Yes. <sighs> yeah. It, it doesn't really make much sense. It doesn't. But, um, yeah, but it, like I was saying, like, it, it doesn't really affect the way I view these movies okay. at all. That's fine. Like, I, I still retain like, oh, I know what happened to him as a child. Yeah. But I don't think about how badly it was portrayed or anything like that. Like, I don't know. They're kind of disconnected almost. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't, um, it doesn't don't. affect it too much. I mean, cause, cause even though like <laughs> what you said, you're going to watch episode two, 12 more times. <laughs> I mean like, uh, okay. So, so we, we hate those prequels like with, with everything in our, in our souls. Now I almost recommended it, but I didn't remember. Of course. Okay. Right. You were on the fence and then you like hop to the one side, you know? Okay. I went to the light side. Exactly. Yes. And, okay. And, right. And we welcomed you in. <laughs> um, but like, we we hate them so much, and yet we've seen them over and over again. Even though we've seen them over and over again, we don't legitimize them in any way. Like yeah. they're, they're 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 they have not affected what was what was good when we were kids, and what remains good now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have not colored the original trilogy, even with all of George Lucas's changes. Yep. Um. That that you know. Even though we we can no longer own um, his original vision, unless we bought it on VHS in 1984, um, I own I own a 1995 VHS. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. So I think they're full screen, um, but that's that's they're letterboxed. Oh, then you've got no. It. Wait, wait, no, they're not letterboxed. Okay, ah, they're pan and scan. Okay. terrible shit. Well, but you're still you're still doing better. Okay, you're still I doing better VHS than anybody player. else. I got right. that. And then I have the special editions from '97 on VHS. Okay, and then I, I have all of them on DVD, and all of them on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look. Yeah. I mean, I, I have I have four different versions of the original trilogy. Okay, dude, that yeah. that's you know, and 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 one of them has like the, the one of the one of the formats has the original. The films as they originally and you were. You know what? I did want to. I did want to talk about the special editions a little okay. bit because uh, that was the big thing in '97 when right. Lucas did his special editions, right? And they added a lot of stupid crap in there <laughs> that didn't make sense. Yes. Or 
you know, they didn't need to be there. Right. Like, especially in the original movie when they are riding the uh, speeder into uh, Moss Eisley. Yeah. That whole extended, like, two-minute driving down the street sequence, yeah. like, with all these CGI creatures and stuff. Like, right. Yeah, you know, it didn't add anything. It's just a special effects showcase that yeah. looked terrible in retrospect. It looks awful. <laughs> like, that's what he added to these movies. But in Empire Strikes Back, I think it has the least of all of them. It does have the least uh, amount. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And mainly, it's the, the main thing is Cloud City is more open, like, right. to the air. There's balconies and stuff. In the original, it was closed off. I'm glad you brought this up because there actually is, like, it, like you're correct in that it's the least amount of changes. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why it remains the best movie. But there is one that only is is horrible to super nerds. Okay. Um, it's the Emperor's Hologram. I fucking hate that. It sucks. I hate it. When I saw that, I got so upset. I right. was like, man... Right. Oh. I Are mean, you talking about like the new one now yeah. after the prequels have right. come out? Because they've changed right. it again. Oh, they changed it again. Well, like the. So, do you have a, a current DVD or um, a Blu-ray? I, I, I watched it got? on a current like download of it. Yeah. Okay, so you have the newest cut. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Ian that, McDermott that, is the hologram. that is him as the hologram that right. replaced right. the original hologram from right. the original movie. Right. It does suck, and it has different dialogue. It does, to, yes. To shoehorn in the prequels. Exactly. It, it legitimizes the prequels. Yeah, it's the worst part. Um, and, you know, like, the, when you go back and, like, just put it put it side by side, um, like, the two holograms, the original one is scarier to look at. Uh-huh. It's because it's just Rick Baker's wife in a mask. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? Oh, yeah. Wow. Ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> And and the mask is is really horrifying to look at because it's it's not it's not human whatever it is yeah and there's also another one it legitimizes the worst of the prequels um uh oh yeah what what is this one the actor who played Django Fett oh yeah he does the voice work he now. does the voice of Boba Fett in the new yeah oh god yeah. that is that is the worst that sucks I mean why what why, why would you like what what would be the point other than just to to give some juice to movies that you know deep down are shit. Some juice to Django. Oh, um, man. But I would say that is one of the least noticeable, maybe. Like, unless okay, you have Boba's yeah. original voice right. ingrained in your head. Sure. Which, honestly, I I didn't know that they redubbed the voice for the longest time. Because okay. I guess Boba's voice was never ingrained in my mind like okay. that. Now, the Emperor's image, definitely. Yes. I was like, no way. Fuck right. that. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's garbage. Right. Yeah. And um, But yeah, the Cloud City stuff is great because mm-hmm. it's all just like the backgrounds yeah. and all that stuff. It right. makes it look great. Um, and they added some extended like Wampa scenes. Yes. Uh, which were shot originally, though. That, that, so, exactly. That was existing yeah. footage. Yeah. So like, that's great. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. It actually made that scene better. Right. It's more terrifying because you see the creature gnawing on an arm and stuff like <laughs> eating that tauntaun dude <laughs> right so you know this thing's bad <laughs> exactly dude no doubt now that that i think this movie has the best intro out of all of them on hoth like instantaneously luke gets smacked in the face by a claw <laughs> like, i know I and know. has to escape this thing like <laughs> and the environment is so cool I, I just love this better than any of the the other movies oh yeah i agree dude mm-hmm. yeah definitely it, it looks better I, I think it's more interesting and mm-hmm. unique. Right. Uh, being on an ice planet, I mean, 
That's crazy stuff. It's an awesome idea. Yeah, dude. It's it's so creative and and like the, it's it's such a perfect place to if, to, if you were a, 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 a if you're gonna hide. Yeah, if you're gonna hide, that's where you do it. Uh-huh. Go go where someone doesn't want to go. Yep. Plus, you get the "I thought they smelled bad on the outside" line. I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't get that in a in, in uh, the moon of Endor. You know, no. you're not going to be cutting open an Ewok and climbing inside of it. Certainly not. <laughs> as no. much as we all want to. Exactly. Just... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Man, no doubt. Uh, yeah, and they, uh, you know. Uh, by the way, um, I. I I, I can't believe I didn't notice it until um, until this last reviewing, but um, I, I I guess I just maybe I wasn't looking for it before. Maybe it's because I've seen the movie too many times. I didn't realize that the Wampa ate the entire Tauntaun. Yeah, it just it, it was it clean. It those like, bones are clean. It sucks the bones, right? Yep. Yeah, done. Yep. Um, and now I'm not gonna like now I, I brought up the the whole thing with Ian McDiarmid and and the the new uh, Django as Boba, uh-huh. but like I I will admit that I wasn't as super nerd enough to like notice all the changes. Okay. So was the Wampa in the original cut? What, did did you see the the saliva going from the meat to the mouth? I can't remember. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Because I don't think you see any of that. Oh, you don't. You don't oh. see any of that stuff. Okay. I don't think so. All right. All right, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know, man. I got to rewatch those VHSs. I originally saw Empire because me and my class in second grade won a contest where we had the most canned food collected. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't get to go to the theater. We had to watch it on VHS uh-huh. in the classroom on like a, a TV that was on that right. stand. Yeah, you wheels know? in. Yeah, the wheels in. Yeah. So I'm like sitting at least 50 feet away from the from a, from a 12-inch <laughs> screen. <laughs> don't know what the point of this was <laughs> but yeah so dude i think i told my bookmobile story on the episode oh, yeah. two episode so everybody go listen to that but right. i read i read the books in the wrong order so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah now there's something i've been wanting to ask you for a million years okay are, are you into the expanded universe not really okay. i've read i've read a few of the novels oh, yeah um they're okay the timothy's I mean, on stuff um, I think I've read some of his. Okay. Uh, I can't even remember all yeah, those people I, th- anymore, but, um, dude, there's, there's yeah. a million books. Right. But yeah, it's, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. I've never been a huge reader though. Like yeah. just kind of casual read things, but right. I own probably half a dozen expanded universe, all right. uh, novels. So. Okay. Yeah. I have one called Tales from Jabba's Palace, which is a bunch of mini stories. Sweet. About the characters during the day Luke comes, okay, and that whole sequence at, during Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, it's from right. the point of views of other characters. Sweet, it's really cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Everybody, check that one. Out <laughs> okay. if you find it. I'll sell it to you because I don't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, from what I from what I was reading last night, there, there, there's what's called like the holocron, um, which is like the um, I, I guess it's a it's tears of of Star Wars canon. Okay. Um, so like G canon is considered um, the top because that's that that's like kind of been signed off on by. Lucas is that Film. like George? Yes, yeah. it stands for George. Okay. Right. right. N canon is the lowest, which means just pretty much non-canon, like fan fiction. Yes, stuff? exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then there's like three tiers in in between. Well, now they have all the new uh, extended universe stuff. Like, yes. Because um, they they took everything that was written before and said. Now this is not canon, right? That's one of those tiers. Yes, you mentioned exactly. So now there's these new novels coming out. Like there's one I think about Tarkin um, okay. that you can read. There's one about how Poe Dameron got that 
info at the beginning of episode right, seven or right. something like that. There's another one about uh, him, like like growing up, like having that 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 force tree in his yard. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. There's one where it explains why C-3PO has a red arm. Oh. Yeah. All right. So, and you know what? In the, in that movie, that kind of irks me. Like, <laughs> really? hey, I got a red arm. I'll tell you later. <laughs> That happens several times in that movie, by the way. Yeah, it does. That's true, right? <laughs> but um, Empire Strikes Back has one, yeah, when Yoda says, no, there is another. So that is that is one. It's there. <laughs> it is. You know what I find extremely humorous every time I see it? What's that? Darth Vader standing at a dinner table on Cloud City when they first open the doors <laughs> and Han's, like, shooting at him. Yeah. He's just standing at the head of this table. Like I know. Darth Vader doesn't eat dinner, does he? Like, what I wouldn't the heck? think so. No, <laughs> no. He's got like full placemats and like it's. I know. Oh, it. I find it so funny. He's just sitting at this dining table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it. You know, actually, now that I think about it, it reminds me of Tommy Lee Jones and JFK. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's sitting at a long dining table, right? <laughs> um, can, can I tell you some some just kind of cool trivia about this movie? Yeah. All right. David Prowse is in A Clockwork Orange. Is he? Yes. Now, everybody, that's the actor who was in the Vader suit. Yes. Who was he in that movie? He is Julius. He's the, or Julian, I guess. Who's Julian? He's the guy who's the bodyguard for the writer who, like, uh, Malcolm McDowell savages in uh-huh. the opening act. Yeah. When they go, when he goes back to his house after he's been deprogrammed, and he's like, Knocking on his door, and it's the same dude's house that, that he, like, you know, crippled. Uh-huh. That guy who's lifting weights over there, that's, that's David him? Prowse. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> There's also... <laughs> <laughs> who knew? Yeah. Um, did you know mm-hmm. that Dennis Lawson, he plays Wedge Antilles. Okay. He is Ewan McGregor's uncle. No way. Is that wild? That is some cool shit. Yes. Right? That is awesome. Exactly. This is some uh, deep cut trivia it right is. here. Man. It is. I didn't know any of this. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad wow. that I'm blowing your mind. Right. I was hoping that you didn't know all this. Definitely. Okay, good. <laughs> um, Got any more? Sure. All right. Uh, Irving Kirshner. He has done some acting. Okay. He was in Last Temptation of Christ. He played Zebedee. He was in that movie? Yes. He was James and John's father. He's old enough. He is. <laughs> he was an old bastard already. But yeah. yeah, there he was. Jeez. I had no idea. John Ratzenberger is in Empire Strikes Back. That's right. Yep. You did know that. I knew okay. that one. All right. Now, yep. I did not know that. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know if that's his real voice. Dude, it's... I don't, I don't know. It doesn't sound like Cliff Clavin. That's all no, I know. No, no. I don't... I mean, maybe they said you can't sound like you're from Southie, you know, you can't, you can't be, you can't, you can't be doing this. You can't do the Rhode Island <laughs> yeah. patois. Yeah, you can't do it. You know, I'm Southie. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, it's not, not going to work in Star Wars. No, it's not. Uh, but yeah, th- those, th- those four like, like nuggets, I just went, okay, we have to talk about those. We have to at least mention those. Those because are cool. Th- these are, these are interesting things. And what, I mean, David Prowse, like... We, we've all probably seen the supplementary material of like David Prowse actually performing the dialogue. Uh-huh. It's um, terrible. It really is. It's really bad. I mean, I don't know what, because that's, he, it, it's not the same voice he had in A Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, 
it's like this yeah. kind of like he's just screeching. It's I mean, not James Earl Jones. It's not James. No, not it's even not. close. No, no. There's another like another take that mm. uh, I've seen in like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, it's it's Frank Oz doing the Yoda. Like you know the you will be. Uh-huh. You will be sure that like menacing yes. sentence he yes. uses. There's a take of him going, "You will be, <laughs> you will be." Nice. It is terrible. Nice. It doesn't. And, and I think I think that clip ends with him going, oh, "Let's do that again." <laughs> <laughs> like resetting the puppet. Like yeah. Nice. He's like that was bad. <laughs> Have you ever seen a picture of like or like any kind of images of Stuart Freeborn like next to the Yoda mask? I think so. Yeah, it's it's he just used yep. his own face. Yep. That's pretty yep. great. It's cool. <laughs> that guy, dude, he does look like Yoda. He man. does. <laughs> he totally yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty awesome that he's just like, okay, this is what I look like. I'm gonna make a monster that looks yeah. like this. <laughs> oh, dude, we should probably wrap it up. Yep. Um Man, would you recommend this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man, everybody should go out and listen. If if you <sighs> honestly, people if you don't like Star Wars, you can go to hell. Honestly. Hey, Freddie Mercury you know, didn't like Star Wars. And it tears me up inside. I know. When I first realized that was a lyric in an awesome Queen song, I uh, it broke my heart. It really did. It really did. I know. Yep. I, I mean, because uh, I, I heard it the first time and, and I, I said, Freddie, what are you talking about? <laughs> and why uh, was Jaws never your scene either? Right. Buddy? Come dude, on. Come you know? on. Oh, you think you're so cool. Exactly. You're a sexy genius, but but you're <laughs> wrong here, man. All right. Yes, I would recommend Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I, I would too. Yeah. I would definitely recommend this. I'm not on the fence one bit. No. This is the best of all seven movies. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And you know that because you've seen them all. Probably. Of course, yes. So definitely watch this again and again and again. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so that about wraps things up. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to our show in iTunes, rate it, review it, but most of all, share it. That's the best way to get more dudes listening to the dudes. And if you don't use iTunes, you can subscribe in any other podcatcher. You can go anywhere on the internet and you can listen. Do it on the black market. You know, <laughs> what, what were we talking about last episode? Barracuba. Yeah. We're probably on Barracuba. So check that out. Or you can go to dudesonmovies.com. Find anything you need right there. We're <laughs> on Facebook and Twitter. Any other podcatcher, Barracuba included. Uh, you know, and uh, we also have an email address. <laughs> Uh, 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 dudesonmovies at gmail.com um, and you know like make sure to like Scott said rate and review us as much as you can anywhere anywhere on the internet yeah dude and interact with us we want to know what's your favorite Star Wars movie mm-hmm. and if, if we got some trivia if you have trivia that right. we didn't mention right. uh, try to blow our minds yes let's do it let's see if you can do it I will give you a prize if you, <laughs> if you give me a trivia that I don't know straight up yep that's for sure so Stay tuned next week to hear us discuss 1997 Starship Troopers, directed by Paul Verhoeven, starring Casper Van Diem, Denise Richards, and a bunch of other really cool actors. <laughs> I just don't want to waste all the time listing them. So um, thanks for listening to Dudes on Movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>